Hey there, everybody. Welcome back to Pixel Lit. With me, as always, is my good friend, Phil the Conquistador. Hello, everybody. So today we are starting a brand new book series. And Phil, what are we going to be talking about? Uh, today, Kevin, we are going to start our way through Halo, The Fall of Reach by Eric Nyland. And uh, it's the first in um, I, what appears to be a very long series of Halo novels. Uh, so, yeah, this is this is basically, as far as I understand it, the prequel to Halo. Mm, mm, yeah. You know, what's funny is um, we're, we're going to go into this book and I have to make a, a gamer confession. OK, um, uh, I have barely played Halo. Uh, yeah yeah i i played halo i only ever played the first one uh and actually in preparation for this one because I, I remember being kind of embarrassed in our last book uh with resident evil that i had never fully played through all of the first resident evil so i started playing uh halo one again and uh, i can tell you without a shadow of a doubt uh, that you uh, do not need to have ever played Halo to read this book. <laughs> yeah, that, that was the, that was actually the the vibe I was getting from the book, um, and we'll get into it. But it's first impressions. This is uh, this is a pretty tight book so far. It's it's pretty good. It's it's you know honestly, I think for me, I played Halo, but I never got super into the franchise like a lot of my friends did because I was already a Warhammer 40k nerd. And, and yeah, there's only so much space military stuff that exactly. one can absorb just, into their life. I'm good. You know, when you give when you got when you got enough 40k stuff, Halo is it, at best it's like, okay, that's cute. You know, <laughs> at, at least at least that's <laughs> at least that's how it looked, you know, on the outside looking in. Sure. Uh, uh but uh yeah, it, it, first impression so far uh without getting into the whole thing too much. Yeah, I'd say this is a this is a pretty tight book. It's 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 a little more uh, well constructed than our uh, last book is. Um, and obviously, we both we both thoroughly liked the last book for the most mm -hmm. part, with the with the odd um, with the odd exceptions around phrasing and uh, <laughs> right and Chris and, and, and uh, the copters and the copters and the copters um, <laughs> the copters. There's there's no copters in Halo. Uh, no copters past, in Halo. They've moved past copter technology in Halo. There um, no no copters, just pelicans. Just pelicans. We can we can jump right into it. And this book starts with a prologue, and you know it's going to be good when there's a prologue at the beginning because oh, that yeah. means that means someone cared enough to really like you know what this isn't the plot, but it's important to the plot. Yeah. So I'm gonna write extra stuff just to it's it's that context and uh i liked it it was a nice little scene it's that it's that classic meat grinder introduction where you know it's like look we're gonna have to give you some exposition here uh pretty heavily to begin with so to keep your attention why don't i throw you a big old war scene where we openly and freely mix uh, 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 Norse and Greek mythology for our names and all that <laughs> yes. kind of stuff. I know I that's going to be exciting for you. Yeah. Yes. 
We got we got the Spartans running around in their Mjolnir armor. Um, yeah. Which uh, I've I've been reading to the I've been I've been reading and listening to the audiobook for the most part, um, and it's made me giggle every time because the guy who read the the audiobook does a fantastic job. Unfortunately, nobody told him how to pronounce Mjolnir, which I don't know how it's pronounced in 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 the game because. I've barely played the game, but I, I don't think they ever bring it up. Uh, at I'm least not sure not they so bring far. it up. Um, <laughs> but in in the book, in the 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 book on tape version, which made me sound that just made me sound a, a million years old. In the audible version of the book, in the, um, the, 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 the audio book version that I checked out from the public library, I checked it out from the public library, and it plays on my eight track. It's uh, wonderful. It's wonderful technology. I can, I can cruise uh, down the street in my horseless carriage and listen to it. In my coupe de ville. Uh, <laughs> the beautiful mono audio technology of it all. In mono, we are so <laughs> off track already. Yeah, already. This is why already. it took five episodes to get through a relatively light Resident Evil. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and this book is at least 100 pages longer. Oh, gosh. Um Lord have mercy on us. Anyway, yeah, what yeah. I was uh, Lord have mercy on our audience. On the audience. <laughs> so yes, so, yeah, Spartans the guy, wearing Mjolnir. Spartans wearing Mjolnir, except the guy on the audiobook says Majolner. Are you kidding me? He says Majolner. <laughs> yes, he does. Majolner. Majolner. In their Majolner battle armor. And I was well, like, oh man. Because when did this book come out? I'm gonna hold on. I'm looking at it. 2010. Right here. No, so no, no. You, this came I out know, in 2001. Oh, the book came out. Oh, the book came out in 2001. Okay. Yeah, the yeah, yeah. Was 2000. written in 2010. So. Oh, yeah. Okay, okay, okay. That's what the difference is. Yeah, yeah. The uh, the, the book came out in 2001. I don't even have. You see, my I have my old beat up ass uh, paper edition. Yeah, it doesn't even have doesn't even have a your a fancy forward. nine year ahead forward. Yeah. So I bet. So I, I think I know where you're going. You're wondering if Thor had come out yet. Exactly. <laughs> I, you know, that would be that's we can we can talk a big game here about being able to pronounce Mjolnir if I even am doing it right. The Mjolnir. Mjolnir. Uh, but it, but but if I had tried to pronounce it in 2001, God only knows what I would have actually said. So I'm not going to give him too much guff over that. Yeah, we're all very cocky here in the year 2021, uh, when there are three count 'em three Thor movies. Uh, you know, it, it's a, a horn of plenty that we never would have expected in 2001. <laughs> Ever, we didn't think we we didn't we didn't think we were gonna get a Scarlet Witch TV show. We did. We are were you, barely. We we're barely gonna get a. We were. We're like, it, oh, they might make a movie on Spider Man. Right, right. They made an X-Man movie and it blew our brains out of our ears. We could not believe it. So We couldn't believe it. And it was no. and like looking back on it, it was like it was they 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 tried to fix the X-Men by putting them in the black leather outfits. Got yep. it, they got them out of there. That's a whole separate podcast. Moving it's on. It's a whole, whole other podcast. Yeah, we're going to have to. Yeah, yeah. Erase, erase, erase. This will be covered up in editing. No, it won't. I demand that you leave it in. Uh, it's, everything's going to be left in. Everything's left in. No edits, people. It can't be edited. So what happens in the prologue? Like what? What? Who? 
who do we meet? What are we seeing? What's going on in this in this prologue? Well, we got the the Spartans in their Norse armor. Uh, they're fighting a bunch of Covenant grunts. Uh, the Covenant being uh, an affiliation slash alliance of aliens that are fighting against Earth. Your your classic uh, dark alien horde baddies. Uh, and uh, it really is a nice glimpse into the video game because frankly you are going to go a long time in this book before you see anything that reminds that, that reminds you too much of Halo if all you, if at that point all you've done is played the first Halo uh you're not going to see a ton after this prologue that that looks like the Halo game because you know but the, so they give you that's what this prologue's about it's like hey just so you know, you didn't get the wrong book. Uh, we've got blue team versus red team coming this out. This is Halo. This is Halo. Mas- we've got your weird little, you know, uh, alien bots screaming, panicking, running around, and 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 a lady Spartan coming out and taking out a cannon, you know, and and you know, and feminism wins, and uh, it's it's and it and you know and it's. It's just, it's a lot of fun. It's a big action scene. It makes me think a lot of 40K uh, with fewer illusions to the Catholic Church, pretty much. <laughs> um, I didn't say none. Would, I said fewer. Would you say uh, that, uh, well, yeah, they use the word covenant, which is right. you know, <laughs> s- super religioso. Um, yeah, which makes is, you wonder, With it's the Spartans and their Norse technology fighting the covenant. Is this pagans fighting back against the against, monotheistic god against the holy roman empire mm-hmm. is mm-hmm. this is this a whole it's is it a whole thing um yep. i don't i don't know is it an allegory uh speaking as a man who took a single literary criticism class uh while getting his master's degree i'm going to confirm yes that's exactly what this is all about pagans versus uh, uh pagans versus Catholics. Catholics. That's what this is. That's what this is. We figured it out. The theme has been just exposed theme, to the bone, my friend. Theme established. Theme um, established. Yeah. So the Spartans are dominant. They just absolutely obliterate the grunts. Like there is there is nothing that the grunts can do to stop the Spartans from just grinding them up into yeah. little grunt paste. Um, you almost feel there bad isn't for a them. single. Oh, you do, because there's not a single move they make that the Spartans don't have some plan for. Like they've got it figured out, you know. And it's just you can hear the fucking Metallica playing in the background. <laughs> yeah. uh, or more appropriately, honestly, uh, 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 if you've never played Halo, uh, just just uh, this is what you ought to do: uh, go find the Halo soundtrack and listen to it. Uh, while you're uh, reading the book, because honestly, that soundtrack rules. It's I forgot. <laughs> I forgot how good it is. It's this perfect combination of like early thousands metal music and uh, symphony orchestra shit. It's the it's the Metallica made an album where they played with a symphony orchestra and they called it S and M Symphony and Metallica uh, nice. because they're very James Hetfield's very clever and very clever, uh, very clever. <laughs> and uh, and it's awesome and that's what this soundtrack is. It's just a whole uh, it's and you can just hear that playing in the background while they're doing this and and they've got cool badass quotes like a ship just wasn't home. 
the battlefield was. <laughs> like it's right there, man. It's <laughs> it's, it's pretty so, great. Really energized. Uh, but oh yeah. The the prologue ends on a down note, basically. Um, uh, for as good as the Spartans are on the grounds, the United Nations uh, space space force. Uh, established by Donald J. Trump in the year mm-hmm. 2019. Yep. The year of our Lord. Yep. <laughs> oh God. And his, um, and his, and his, and his Q forces of uh, space Marines, the Q, the Q, the Q space Marines, Marines. <laughs> the Q Marines, the Q Marines, yeah. the Q Marines. <laughs> it's yeah. Well, I, I'll debate on editing that out, whether I really want the attention of, <laughs> Of Qberts onto this, <laughs> they're, man. They're busy wondering why, you know. They're, yeah, they're, honestly, they're, they're not going to be lot. listening. So who they're, cares? They're I'll busy wondering ride. a lot of things. Actually, I don't I'll, know. <laughs> I'll let it ride. I'm going to let it ride. ride. Yeah, just I'm roll gonna, those uh, dice, man. I don't know. I'm going to ride the lightning. Ah. He said in a in a callback. It's a metal <laughs> with a, with a quiet shrug to himself. Maybe I I, know, I yeah. did shrug. I did. I, I I I it was a it was a real uh you know the guess I'll die meme. Right. Uh, that's it that's was, yeah. it was that guy. <laughs> I think we all shrug. saw that. I think we all knew that's exactly what you were doing. Right in the you, right in the mind's eye. Um. But so yeah. for as good as the Spartans are, the uh the uh U United Nations Air Space Navy or whatever they are. They're they're at they're bad. Like they they just absolutely suck at yeah. what they're doing. There are no they're like yeah, they're like no human colonies left. They're very they're like yeah, constantly on the run. They are constantly losing. They are just yeah. losing every chance they get. They're they're winning ground wars, but winning a ground war doesn't matter if the the spaceships are getting blown out of the sky. Right, right. right. <laughs> and I I would like to point out that this prologue ends with uh 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 big papa chief uh 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 what's the fuck what's his fucking name master uh, chief uh, master chief big papa chief big papa can we, chief can we go on big papa chief instead can we, scott steiner can we, i'm reaching big out to bungie papa. bungie can we please retroactively change his name for the last 21 years to big papa chief i'd really appreciate it uh so big papa chief they 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 finish their mission and he requests to watch as they literally obliterate the entire planet yeah like they just blow it to shreds and he just wants to watch he wants to watch the covenant just turn all their lasers onto the surface yeah. of the planet, which he's, he's doing well. Therapy is going really the well. Therapy is going well. Speaking of therapy. I mean, I guess we'll get to that in like chapter two or whatever. Sure. <laughs> I'm in therapy. You're in therapy. Big Papa chief's in therapy. Big Papa chief is in therapy. Oh, God. Um, he needs to be. That's one thing we find out about him in this book. That man needs therapy. That man needs therapy. They, there's been some, questionable choices uh in raising him and yeah. we'll get to therapy that. and let's say maybe a hug yeah we'll get there we'll get there <laughs> um, so that's that's the end of the prologue and we we skip right into chapter one where we introduce uh we well well first it's weird chapter one is told from the point of view of a character who uh thus far into the book we're not going to see again <laughs> right. Yeah, we, we we will never see him again. Uh, he is his name is Jacob Keys. Hey there, it's Future Kevin editing this episode. Boy, were we wrong. 
He totally shows up later in the book and in the Halo video games. We make this mistake several times in the episode, so please laugh with us and mostly at us as we continue down this journey into wrongness. Because I want to stay on top of this and call out any Easter eggs uh, that aren't really deeply hidden, like ticks uh, in the skin of a newborn baby fawn, uh, I've been like, every time there's like a proper noun or a name or something like that, I will like check it out uh, online on the Halopedia or whatever it's called and yeah. uh, look it up and, uh, and, and nothing, just nothing. This, 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 this man is nothing. Uh, this man is nothing. This man, this man is nothing. <laughs> it's just, he's nothing. His, his mother doesn't even call him on his birthday. Uh, yeah, Jacob Keys. But I still wrote his name down uh, because I was like, ooh, is that a person? No. No, it's not. That happens not a, a lot in this book. I'm going to be it honest It does with you. happen a lot. Yeah. Definitely, definitely not going to live this one down. So he wakes up from his cryo sleep uh, just just in enough time to awkwardly turn his male gaze onto Dr. Halsey. <laughs> Dr. Halsey, who, who doesn't, who is, I'll tell you what, who is a big old flirt. She's, she knows what she's doing. She, yeah, I mean, she's, she's flirting a little bit, but yeah, I thought it was weird. Like Jacob Keys gets like zero <laughs> physical like description. But meanwhile, Dr. Halsey is, uh, her pale skin make, made her look like a ghost in the fog. Matted locks of dark hair clung to her neck. She didn't look much older than him, and she was lovely. Not beautiful, but definitely a striking woman. For a civilian, anyway. And I was like, I don't know what that, that, that last part m- means. It does, it does smack very hard of like, I've seen hotter. <laughs> like, <laughs> She's not that hot. I mean, yeah. don't get me wrong, I'd bone her if you know what I'm saying. <laughs> and then he dies. That's your uh, Jacob Keys, uh, official that's, canon Jacob Keys voice. I would really appreciate when a Halo movie is made if I will be properly cast as Jacob Keys because I nailed that. You nailed it. I nailed um, it. So yeah, they they have their little moments of of basically it's it's the um, Eric Mister Nyland wrote in a scene of like. Uh, you, you remember the J.J. Abrams Star Trek movie, um, mm-hmm. the first one, where, uh, what's her name? The scientist, she basically just strips down into her bra and panties. And oh, right. Uh, she's like, she's like, oh, whatever, blah, blah, blah. Um, it's basically that scene. <laughs> yeah, and, he, and it's, kind of, it's kind of adorable or weird. Uh, or both. Let's say both. Uh, where he he's kind of finicky about whether or not it's okay for him to see her naked. He kind of yeah. shifts around. It clearly makes him a little uncomfortable. But she doesn't give a shit, which is kind of her establishing dominance because she's an alpha female. And it's like, what these breasts? Yeah, I got them. They're spectacular. But I'm still a bad bitch, um, which is not said out loud so much, but it's there. You can tell. It's a subtext, um, right? I know writers use subtext. They're all cowards. They're all cowards. <laughs> all of them. <laughs> yeah. And, and uh, she kind of like, she, it, it, but it, while then, and like, there's this funny scene after that where the computer is like, she's like kind of ordering the computer around. Do you know, you remember what I'm talking about? Yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. She, um, she basically breaks the AI. <laughs> right. 
she just keeps interrupting it. And the, it, it's it's the I kept thinking of the scene from uh, Austin Powers when yes. they <laughs> yeah when they unfreeze him and he's peeing and the computer's like evacuation, evacuation co- complete co- co- <laughs> evacuation co- it, it was like that it's it's that's the scene that's and it's the just scene. another it's- another chance for her to show that she's a bad bitch and and she will not be ordered around by man or machine damn it no no she it's it it's a two part. Yeah, it's it's her establishing dominance in two parts. Once over this uh, schmuck, uh, Jacob Keys. Um, mm-hmm. And I say schmuck in the most lovingly way possible. And Speaking then, as a schmuck, I, I can I can say that I took no offense. And then uh, uh, yeah. she does it to the AI, this schmuck, this AI. <laughs> the schmucky <laughs> AI. Was, yeah. Sh- um, Jacob Keys, the schmuck, and AI, the putts. That's, uh, we yes, exactly. That, that Yiddish journey. That's that's what that is. Oh, yes. A, a, a journey <laughs> down Yiddish insults. So, yeah, that's... And then it also kind of sneaks in some, like, some lore, some world building in there mm-hmm. where it's, ooh, these, uh, yar, these waters be dangerous. That's my Jacob Keys impression. Um, these, Not, oh, these, man. See, I didn't need, I don't need this competition, Kevin, because you fucking nailed that. That's so, <laughs> so good. He, he's talking about God, how, like, damn it. He's talking about how the space, that the sector of space they're in is actually kind of dangerous. Um, right. Because it's, uh, there's rebels out there. And this is kind of like the first, I don't, like I said, I don't know a ton about Halo, didn't play it, but usually rebels are, not they're not normally cast in the villain role right it's interesting isn't it yeah yeah they and this isn't the 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 last time they do it they talk a lot about rebellions and um they're kind of like uh predicting a timetable for like we we've you know got a rebellion coming up like they're predicting when a rebellion or an uprising will happen um but yeah you're right they don't they, that's rare it's rare when the rebel is like this unseen bad guy force, <laughs> right? Distance. It, it's it's rare that your hero is the one who says something like, "We need to crush this rebellion." Yes. Uh, not used to that, uh, <laughs> even though I'm an American. Oh, oh shit! Topical. You know it. Wow. That's, that's that's what the people come here for. It's both topical and evergreen, unfortunately. Evergreen. It's never. It's it's gonna work. It's gonna work no matter no matter what when they're period. listening to it. Our country will be involved in quashing some people's fight for freedom. And yeah, I, if it's whether it's twenty twenty one that you're listening or twenty thirty one, um, you remember the shitty thing that our country did last week? That's what I was referencing there. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, covered. Recovered. Recovered. Perfect. Perfect save. <laughs> Oh, God, I'm good at this. I am so good at this. So also Keys is there's a lot of backgrounds given for Jacob Keys for a character that is vanished. After Isn't the it next curious? Chapter. It's really and I've got actually I've got a little excerpt here that I chose because uh, he, she basically tells him uh, that they are on a super secret mission. Um, and, uh, and, and implies that they're there to observe a child, uh, uh, it, it, like in no, in no uncertain terms, that's what they're there for. And he's just kind of put off by all of this. If it's a, it's a super secret mission and she basically explains to him that, you know, 
he says, he says, you know, I've got a, I've got a shitty record. She says, I chose you precisely because of your record, because of the incident in your second year at OCS. Fourteen ensigns killed. You were wounded and spent two months in rehabilitation. Plasma burns are particularly painful, I understand. He rubbed his hands together. Yes. So he, <laughs> he's, he, he did all of this. He, he, something, something went really wrong. Uh, uh, in training school there, and uh, his and and he refused to testify against uh, I guess his superior officer, and he was has basically been held down and kind of kept to the shittier positions ever since then, right? Uh, because he had a sense of honor and duty and and that kind of thing, and and yeah, just like you said before, he, we don't really talk to this talk about this guy much afterwards. <laughs> Right. So it's, it seems like this could have been a mostly introspective chapter written from uh, Dr. Halsey's point of view. I don't, mm-hmm. you know, obviously that's uh, that that note comes 20 years too late. Right. Well, and, and it's interesting because it kind of tells you about the difference between this book and Resident Evil and the previous book that we read, uh, The Umbrella Conspiracy, because... Whereas we we got lots of characters uh, that died almost instantly or something like that, and the author would just kind of throw in this thing of like he had a good smile, he had a good laugh, he was gonna miss him, uh, and that was it. And this character in Halo: The Fall of Reach, we will never see again, uh, and they give him an entire backstory, implying that Doctor Halsey had to go with somebody who would get things done no matter how dirty his hands got right. uh, uh, just for this little moment. And it kind of tells you about the breadth of a book uh, that Eric Nyland is writing here. I get the, I get, I got the impression a lot of times while we were reading Resident Evil that um, SD Perry uh, was working under a lot of writerly constraints where they were like, Hey, listen, keep it to 250 pages and no sure. longer. Yeah, uh, I do not get the impression that Eric Nyland is working under similar constraints. <laughs> like, just build it out. Just keep building. Build build those characters out. A- absolutely. I feel like he's really stretching his legs. Like, this is this is the 19th page, and he's here to tell you, like, yeah, I'm getting comfy. Uh, <laughs> that's This is what I'm doing, which is very similar to the way we treat our podcast. Uh, so... <laughs> hey, we're... We're, uh, we're about... 34 minutes into recording this and uh, we're on page 19. That's efficiency, I'm proud of baby. Us. I'm, I'm, proud, I'm of proud of us. us. We're doing a great job. Uh, <laughs> basically, Keys is on this team because he knows how to keep a secret. That's really what it comes down to. Uh, right. Because they got, they got top secret shit and that's why she needs it. And that's chapter one. Chapter two, we're... we're on the the planet now um and uh halsey is she finally sees uh the target of her research and it's a it's a little little boy named john little boy he's little boy named john he's six years old he's tall Mm -hmm. for his age um and he is first introduced uh, when he's first introduced he is in the middle of a fight Taking on three other boys in on the playground. Well, yeah, they're they're well, they're playing King of the Hill. Yeah, 
uh, uh, did you ever play King of the Hill? Uh, yes, I believe I did as a kid. Yeah, that's a that's a pretty brutal game uh, it is. to watch. And and uh, you know, for anyone who's listening who doesn't know what King of the Hill is, basically you get one kid stands on the top of a tall you know hill theoretically or or just some other elevated position and the only goal is to knock him off uh and take over his take his space it it, it it's it is just strength and uh, endurance that is all it is it is one of the least creative uh, uh kids games there is outside of red rover uh and the and 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 this kid is described as being a head taller than everybody else and uh, and they're playing king of the, king of the hill and i got to be honest with you man i was just wincing I, t- <laughs> I don't i don't have kids i don't have kids but i'm 38 and and i'm at that age where i see kids and i don't want them for myself but i see them and there's a level of like there's a niceness to it like as i don't mind seeing kids as much as i used to I, they used to freak right. me out a little bit yeah yeah uh, i've mellowed on that and i and i do have a sense of protecting them a little bit like sure you know i think that's just built into us and so i'm imagining this kid who's like a foot taller than everybody just knocking him down a hill and i'm like oh oh no no we don't just, play that way Good just God. destroying the other children and be like right. okay nice hands nice hands we're, yeah, we're gonna just, keep our hands to ourselves just broken limbs just just and piggy dies and it's just it's a mess it's just a mess <laughs> oh my god oh yeah and they uh, refer to him as number 117 yes number 117 or 117 or i don't know 117 there's, there's right is it 117 in the in the game is that what they well, and that's the thing. It, it doesn't, they don't bring it up at least as far as I, I, I've been in the game, but I did, I did like my proper noun search and John one, one seven is indeed master. Chief, so, what, so got it. Big, got big it, Papa yeah. chief, uh, big as, Papa as chief. he is known. Scott Steiner. Yeah. Genetic freak. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> make that King of the Hill game. Weak. Yep. Uh, <laughs> um, so it, but chapter two is a pretty, pretty brisk, pretty brief chapter. Uh, there's a nice little moment between uh, John and Dr. Halsey mm-hmm. where she, she flips a coin and she's, she's curious as to whether he was able to call it based on seeing it right before it landed or whether he has some psycho, you know, some other ability, you know, like extrasensory abilities regarding this coin flip. Um, right. Or it's just a coin flip doctor and you're thinking too hard. Well, I, it didn't impress me all that much. <laughs> like, she was like, they get, they have some pretty standard, like anyone who's ever seen a movie where a kid is a genius, they always do the same thing. And they did it in this too, where he said something about, they said something about playing chess and he was like, Oh yeah, it's boring. I keep winning. It's like, Oh, you're good at chess. So you're oh my gosh. Got yeah. it. Got it. Yeah. Great. And then, yeah. And she t- tosses a coin and, uh, and, and he guesses the coin side and she's, and it's like, you're right. Like, you get to keep the coin. I'm like, that's not that big of a deal. He had a 50, 50 shot, <laughs> 50, 50 shot of, of doing it. What's Come on, that? make me into a super soldier. I could guess a coin probably. <laughs> so, um, it's, it's basically like a hard cut 
to, you know, John walks away back to the King of the Hill game in progress to murder some other children. Sure. <laughs> yeah. And we get a hard cut to like a month later. And uh, and Halsey is now has now gathered all of all of the children. I believe it's like 75 children or something yeah. like that. Yeah, it's yeah, um, 75 kids. Yeah. Into a little auditorium. And she's decided to break the news to them that she stole all of them from their parents. And <laughs> bad news, like, kids like <laughs> you. <laughs> B- bad news kids you're 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 six years old and we're gonna we're gonna turn you into super soldiers who so can tell up. me what kidnapping is just, i'm sure just, they compensated the parents with like you know a hundred bucks or something like yeah that. they're like here <laughs> you're here and they're just like look just take him he killed so many kids he is that stupid king of the hill game he is constantly murdering kids during king of the hill so we need to get rid of this kid we're, we have, we're we have afraid other, of him we have other kids we don't want this one anymore yeah he keeps killing our children uh during <laughs> games of tag and uh and and we need to move on with our lives <laughs> Um, so Halsey oh, is, and, is and uh, well, real quick before you before you go, uh, they, they, our, our dear sure. friend Keys, our dear friend Keys, with his with his strong backstory, uh, they they inform us that he has been reassigned because he knew too much. He knew the too end. much. He had to go. Um, yeah, he had to go. He had to go. I, like based on the on the way the rest of these couple chapters play out, I I wouldn't have been surprised if reassigned was just a euphemism for for killed. <laughs> I wouldn't either. Yeah, you know that. Where's the Where's the uh, uh, the fan theorist who read this and was like, "All right, but if you pay attention to the way she said it this way, and on page 120, they Stalined his ass. Like he's gone. He is. He is gone. He was. Um, he, they They put him on there because he has a bad background because he's expendable. Oh my yes. god, I'm talking myself into this. I think that's exactly what happened. Now <laughs> he's expendable. Is this how conspiracy theories work? I this be- is how they work. Is, I believe that that's what happened now. I will hear no other argument. Um, Jesus did. All right. So uh, Halsey is basically debating things with Deja, who is her personal AI. Uh, mm-hmm. Or the, or <clears throat> sorry, she's the AI assigned to uh, Reach, which is where they are now, um, yeah. which is where the training will, will, will take place. Um, and, and, uh, she's like, are debating back and forth the ethics and whether Deja's just like, yeah, just, just lie to the kids, just keep lying. And if the lies don't work, use amnesia on their brains, targeted amnesia. Yeah. And, yeah. and she, and she like, literally like, tells them like, like we could just give them a, a minor lobotomy and if they don't handle it well, <laughs> lobotomize these kids, whatever. It's fine. But, you know, I'm an AI and I have no morals. So the decision's up to you, doctor. <laughs> yeah, I'm not. Yeah, I'm not going to hell if this if this whole God thing turns out to be true. I don't exist. It's up to you, Halsey. <laughs> so Halsey decides to, like, tell them the truth. Sort of. Um, she she it's it's like the truth in the spiritual sense of you've been conscripted and you're now protectors of the world or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. 
But yeah, she says, she says, uh, you're all conscripts in the Spartan program and you're not going home. They handle it pretty well. She, they, they handled it pretty well. Here's the thing. If, um, I have been around a lot of young kids. Uh, mm. I, I have a daughter. Uh, she's, she's, uh, just about eight years old. Um, and let me tell you, you tell a room full of 75, six-year-olds that they can't go home and see their parents anymore. It's not going to be like, the. I was like, I was like, does Eric Nyland, has he been around a child? Um, <laughs> was, was my question. Because half of those kids would have started crying right, right there right. on the spot. Like, this is not. This is not maybe it's it's a statement of like how psychologically resolved these children are. And be like, no, they're six. Like, that's not a thing. <laughs> right. Yeah. I don't care how good you are at chess uh, being being like p- notions of patriotism, which is what she does, by the way. She's like, you know, you're going to be the protectors of Earth and all her colonies. And it says uh, here, a handful of the children sat up straighter, no longer entirely frightened. But now interested. I don't. I no. I don't care no. how good you are at chess. There's. You yeah, have I, don't, this, I don't know if I buy that. You have Doctor Halsey, who, um, on a good day, seems a little bit abrasive. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> Trying to tell these children that, like, you're you can't go home, and you're probably gonna die. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But she's trying to be the good guy in her head. Like, the fact that like, she's making the effort is good. Like she's yeah, it's it's a it's a nice moment where she's like and this is a recurring motif for Dr. Halsey, where every time she's she becomes re, she's reintroduced into the story, she's kind of drifted further down the rabbit hole of what we're doing probably isn't right. <laughs> right. Right. And then and then she merrily goes along with it at the same time. Yeah, she they, goes they, along with it anyway, right. but she, yeah, she has yeah. she her internal inner monologue is definitely more graver and graver concerns as it goes oh, along. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. And one of these days, one of these years that goes by, she might even say something about it. But for now, she's keeping it all tucked up inside. She's the yep. she's the Dr. Cox of uh, uh, of this for any of my, my uh, <laughs> Scrubs fans. She's she's she seems hard on the outside, but on the inside, she's she's got some love in there, but she's still not going to use it. Uh, yeah, like gonna... like there's there's a great little paragraph here that it, it was so frustrating. It says uh, she she tell she tells them that she knows they're all going to make it. Uh, the training will be difficult. There will be a great deal of hardship on the road ahead, but I know you will all make it. Patriotic words, but they rang hollow in her ears. She had wanted to tell them the truth, but how could she? Not all of them would make it. Acceptable losses, the Office of Naval Intelligence representative had assured her. None of it was acceptable. It's like, well, okay, I mean, you're, you're letting it happen. <laughs> you're you're clearly you're like you're clearly kind of just letting it happen. Um, yeah. yeah, it's this is this is the chapter three and chapter four are. If I just if I was to if I would just circle both of those chapters, and I would just kind of like put. I don't know about this. (laughs) I'm not so sure about your intentions here, Dr. Halsey. 
Chapter four begins part two of the book. Uh, the we boot. were just we were, the boot or boot or whatever. Um, <laughs> chapter four. Uh, we are in the kids are in basic training. The children are in basic training. Yeah. The children. This is this is like this is not years later. This is I think a week or two later. Like this, this is, is the not... next. No, it's not a week or two later. I checked. It's, oh, it's the next day. It's the next. Of course it is. Of course it is. <laughs> and and how are they? And Kevin, uh, real quick, uh, could you remind me how are the kids woken up from the barracks? They're woken up by uh, this guy named Mendez, who's going to be their trainer. Uh, the story. This part of the, the this chapter is told from John's point of view. John doesn't want to get up. He's tired. Uh, so Mendez uses a stun baton on his chest. Oh yeah. On a six-year-old child, Mendez uses a stun baton because a six-year-old child does not want to get out of bed. I tell you what, man. I tell you, child labor laws have ruined this country. (laughs) This is like, this part of the chapter, I was like, no, no, (laughs) no. This is not how any of this would actually, like, this is best case scenario. You got 75 kids, like, what are you, where did you get this concept, Eric, that this would make sense with 75 (laughs) six-year-olds? I got to tell you, that's the difference. Like, you're a father, you've you've dealt with kids in small and large groups, you you know how how that works and i'm just sitting there going yeah stun baton sounds good sure sure <laughs> gotta you can't be you can't uh you can't uh, uh mess around you can't show any softness to these kids yeah we don't stun want baton we, them. we need them to grow up to be proper psychopaths you know yeah well you know they always say you know spare the stun baton spoil the child and i think exactly exactly it's, it's it's a it's just a whole lot of questionable child rearing in this chapter and it starts with stun batons it's wonderful <laughs> it's just so great oh my god yeah so they're in boot they're in boot camp uh and and it starts the way you'd expect uh, uh you know push-ups sit-ups the whole rigmarole you know and and uh and, and it and they're just run until they're about to puke. Uh, and then they, uh, and then they're told you're going to school and they're just miserable. They're so unhappy. <laughs> they're, we don't want to go to school. And uh, what's the name of the AI again? Uh, you, you just said it. De- Deja as in like Deja. Deja vu. Yes. Right. Right. And Deja, uh, who I love because of this, they're all like, we don't want to go to school. And Deja says, well, uh, I understand that if you don't want to go to school, you're more than welcome to go back out there with uh, uh, Mendez and, and do some more uh, basic training. And they were like, oh, fuck that. And they all go inside and they start <laughs> learning about uh, the Spartans and the Battle battle of Thermopylae, uh, yeah. which is classic. Classic, classic. You know, the 300. Classic. Yeah, they, they it, it's and it's it's taught the way basically the movie, the 300 portrays it as. Like, yeah, there was just the 300 Spartans. Like, no, right. weren't there more yeah, they don't, than that? They, like, no, there weren't. <laughs> no, there weren't. There weren't. No, I'm, I'm pretty sure when I read about it, there was like all the thousands upon thousands of other Greeks that gave them support. And did, no, 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 no,
uh, yeah, it, it's it's basic indoctrination. Like you can tell, like the first the first feelers of of uh, of propaganda are are working their way into these kids, and and uh, and after the Battle of Thermopylae is done, they're 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 finished. They they go out. Uh, they say that it's time for playground time, and and playground naturally turns out to be this huge obstacle course. But I'm just like, wow, school's fast in this place. Uh, <laughs> I'm like, you'll learn about one battle of battle during the, the during uh, the, the one of the Greek Persian Wars, uh, and then right. <laughs> it's time to play, um, but not actually play. You're just going out for more torture, more torture, more obstacle course, and a valuable lesson. Uh, they they get assigned to teams. John and, learns uh, the value of teamwork. The value of teamwork, and and you know, John learns that the fastest way to win a war, friendship. Yeah, that's friendship. that's really that's really the the key takeaway here. Um, yeah. The more you yeah. know, the, the the little more you know logo kind of was across the sky of. Yeah. projected by by holograms across the sky of reach and like the more you know and then and like what the hell is that and mendez what, the, is, like, what is I'm that sure really mendez yeah he has no context like, it's, for it's, it it's it's anti-aircraft you know just <laughs> you gotta, just ignore you it gotta test that every, just ignore it don't worry about it so uh, uh but, yeah, yeah. <laughs> john learns the value of teamwork because he is he he this is where he meets his friends Kelly and Sam, and Kelly and Sam are going to be. Yes. By the way, these names. What is with these names? Like they are like the most like twentieth century names that they could have picked, and they're also incredibly milk toast. Uh, they're the, they're milk toast. It is five hundred years into the future. Like right. John would at least be spelled differently. I don't know. It's just give me right. something. Right. It would be some sort of neo, I don't know, Germanic version. It, it would be, it would, there would be no vowels in it or something like, I don't know. how. They, it's, but it, it's 500 years later. Something's different. It, it, you would hope. But I, the way I interpreted it was, you know, it, like we had Dr. Halsey, you have Mendez, you got like, you got full names for the adults, but with these kids, it's just numbers and these really milquetoast names. And, and maybe this is me reading too much into it, but I was just like, oh, okay. They're, they're, they're just a first name and a number. They're like some of the most forgettable names on the planet. Sorry, John and Sam and Kelly. Uh, I know you're all listening and mad at me, but uh, you know they—they're really rudimentary names and a number, and so it's like it expresses how expendable they are. I don't know. That's that's just where my something brain went like with that. that. Yeah, 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 something along yeah. those lines. Um, anyway, John basically he wins the obstacle course, but at the expense of Sam and Kelly losing. Um, and because of this, his team ends up coming in last. Uh, and John learns from Mendez that if uh, even if you finish first and your team, the rest of your team comes in last, you've come in last. And John does yeah. not get any dinner that night. Yes, because the people, who, the team that lost would go without. And he does a wonderful job of describing the the feast that they're going to have. It's turkey dinner. Sumptuous and feast. Chocolate and just, just a wonderful feast. Uh, and, uh, and I thought he was going to be full of shit. I'm going to be completely honest with you. I thought they was like, well, yeah, but it wasn't that good. No, no. Like uh, John and his teammates, they lose and they watch everybody eat and it looks really, really good. And they're, and, and everyone's really enjoying themselves. 
and uh, so quietly, uh, uh, John is 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 just he hasn't learned his lesson yet. Uh, he's he's just secretly swearing vengeance about, against his teammates while they learn about wolves. Uh, yes. This is the next day, and they learn about wolves and how they wolves. can take down a bigger animal by working together. Deja is like, she's doing everything but smacking him on the head with a yardstick going, do you get the metaphor? Like, <laughs> and he's just going, I'm going to beat up Kelly and Sam. I'm just... Uh, I was just going to say, Deja is really just working on rounding these kids out into being the most insufferable people in the world. Oh, they're the worst. These they, kids are. They, yeah, these yeah. kids are going to grow up to be the worst trademark. Oh, they're going to be terrible. They're going to be gamers. Hey, they're going to be gamers. Oh, oh, God, I'm too old to be making air horn sounds with my mouth. <laughs> It's just we 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 made a podcast about the books behind video games. That should tell you our age and the age of the listeners we're going for here. So, wow, yeah. So I'm John, re- I'm rethinking John, a lot of stuff. John, uh, <laughs> he's Phil's having a look in the mirror moment over there. I'm just, I'm uh, just gonna I'm gonna go sit on the toilet for a few minutes. You keep going. No. <laughs> <laughs> So uh, John basically ends up atoning for his mistakes from the previous day in the in the next uh, run when he he kind of he kind of comes to terms with Kelly and Sam and then he actually well, scouts out. Him. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's... I think I think that was the best part. Like to me, that was the I, again. I don't have kids. It was well but that deserved. Was the part that, that well, that was the most realistic part for me with the kids. John doesn't go. Hey, I've been giving it some thought and maybe we should work together. No, the kids go, we're going to kick your ass if you don't help us this time around. And he goes, all right, fine. And that to me, I was like, okay, yeah, that's six year olds. Like that's that's, six year olds. That's that's more along the line of six year olds. Um, But they win. That makes way more sense. They, no, they, they don't win. win. They I, get third. Well, they win. They they get third, but that's winning in this. In this, that's winning. It's yeah. Not losing, <laughs> which is they get to eat. It's being it's being fed, which right. also like, hey, kids don't actually uh, function without food that well. So <laughs> I don't think they don't. And, and and meanwhile, there is fan fiction floating around about the team that lost this time because you're supposed to be really overjoyed for John and his team's like, good, you learned your lesson. It's like, well, there's another team that lost and didn't eat. There's, there's another team uh, that lost and didn't eat. But that, uh, sure, that, that, that works. Um, that works. That's yeah, fine. But they're not our heroes, so fuck them. We time jump into chapter right. five. The kids are eight now, and Mendez is just doing another one of his bullshit competitions um, because, yeah, honestly, fuck this guy. <laughs> yeah, he's not great, is he? He's not. He's terrific. not great. I don't like. I should have guessed. I should have guessed that the guy who woke up six-year-olds with a stun baton would not be my favorite. <laughs> so he's like, "We're gonna drop you off in the wilderness." Um, uh. The, the the people that that get onto the ship last get left behind in the wilderness. Which which kind of contradicts the lesson they learned in the last chapter, doesn't it? Right. Um, and it's like, all right, look, teamwork and friendship, and now we're leaving you out in the middle of nowhere, and the last person to get left behind gets left behind. It's like, yeah. whatever happened to don't leave anyone behind? Whatever happened, what happened to don't leave anybody behind, working together as a pack, 
Luckily, John has learned his lessons from chapter four, and he's like, yeah, fuck, fuck that bullshit. Like, like as soon as Mendez, is, as soon as they, they like land, uh, he's like, no, no, we're not doing that. We're we're going to work together and we're all going to yep. get on the ship at the same time. You know, screw that noise, um, which ends up working out to their benefit, because when they find the ship, it's being guarded by some uh, some douchebags. Who, yeah, they they're, they're out of uniform. They're they're drinking like it's just a bunch of it's it's theoretically supposed to be soldiers, but it's like they're out of uniform. They're drinking. They're like doing everything they can to make this look like a bad situation. <laughs> so and so these these kids go full Lord of the Flies on these guys' asses. It's amazing. Yeah, they they, they take them down. Seventy five children, uh, eight year olds against five five grown men with stun batons. Uh, wouldn't you know it? The 75, eight year olds win. <laughs> I, yeah, I don't like those odds. I wouldn't be a part of that shit. Um, they take them I down. Don't... They, they get them on the drop ship and, uh, they, they basically take off. They leave the guys on the ground. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They literally, she literally, uh, uh, she, uh, John literally, uh, calls in Dave Deja, like to, to say, uh, can you fly us back? And they autopilot back to uh, home. Yeah. Uh, and, yeah. And they, and then when they get back, he, Dr. Halsey and Mendez both question John, and it becomes clear that those men were, in fact, part of the training. <laughs> those guys, he's like, you beat the shit out of your soldiers. What the hell? Uh, like, what did you do to my guys? Gonna, <laughs> Right, right. And he's and he points out and he goes, he says, well, they were they were out of uniform. They were drinking. We didn't know what to think. And Mendez just kind of goes, yeah, yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> they never address that. It's like, what kind of shitty operation are you running here, Mendez? He is the worst. He is my he is the, just the worst. There's got the pr- shittiest grunts under you. They're not even in uniform. Like, <laughs> what the hell? And they got their you- asses beat by a bunch of eight year olds. He is, he's just like, he is just, he's abusive and he's also not great at his job. Like logistically, like keeping things organized. Uh, clearly yeah. he is, he, yeah. they clearly Dr. Halsey could have had somebody better doing this. She could have, she could have. But as we learned, uh, uh, when it comes to, uh, keys, uh, she's probably surrounding herself with people who, while they might not be the most uh, uh, well-trained and intelligent, they probably know exactly when to keep their mouth shut. Right. Uh, so we, we might not be dealing with the cream of the crop here. No, she, uh, she basically, <laughs> yeah, it, it, on honesty, yeah, she probably basically just hired based on a, a person's ability to be discreet. <laughs> right, right. He, she like goes to him and she's like, hey, listen, there's the plan. Can you, uh, can I count on your discretion? And he's like, yeah, absolutely. And she's like, okay, great, great. I really appreciate it. And he's like, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll die before I tell anybody. And she's like, oh, that's exactly what we need. Thank you. And he's like, real quick question. And she's like, yeah. And he's like, can I stun baton these kids? And she just kind of goes, oh, well, I already told them about everything. So I got to deal with this. And that's just how it all happened. <laughs> that's how it all happened. That's That's in between the pages, in between the lines. Oh. That's, Old That's stun baton Mendez. Just, stun baton, yeah. stun baton, and children Mendez. Yeah, um, <laughs> child abuser Mendez. Just mm, no mm. good. Um, 
So John gets promoted to squad leader. Because, yeah, naturally, naturally, after all the conflama, uh, John has shown that he uh, he's a take charge kind of dude. And uh, it's kind of like that. Um, it's basically that line that you hear in every shitty action movie or military movie you've ever seen where they're like, that's the stupidest. You're the that's the you're the you're the worst pilot I've ever seen. The worst pilot who's going to lead my force yes. like that's that's what that is that's yeah that's like, it's, it's like charge it's like it's like choosing it's basically the the choosing maverick over iceman approach to uh the military when in when in all honesty i i doubt that maverick would would ever get anything over iceman <laughs> Absolutely not. Absolutely not. That is not how that works. That is, no, there's no way. There is no way. So for any for any uh, uh, kids or young adults, Maverick and Iceman were characters in a movie called Top Gun. Yes, it was. It was a. It was a softcore male for male uh, pornography film. Uh, that was. It was. It was a, quite enjoyed in its day. Chapter six. Now we have another time jump, uh, and the yeah. kids are like sixteen now. I think. I think they're fourteen. It's like six years or later. 14. So they're fourteen. Yes, they're, they're fourteen. Yeah, um, and they're uh, they're undergoing surgery. Yeah, it ain't great. Uh, it, yeah, they're they're in a they're in the observation deck to some sort of med bay, and people are not looking good. No, they're not looking good. They're these are fourteen year olds that they are operating on, and. Uh, uh, like Halsey is looking over the the files and <laughs> everything says, yeah, this is a very low percentage chance of working. And yeah, she's looking over these files, these warnings and these risks. Right. And then she she closes it and she walks down the hallway and and John is already hooked up to the IV. It's like like you couldn't have yeah. looked over those earlier. They're already. <laughs> Right, they're, he's they're already like they're like the re- <laughs> they're the reports from like like the Navy back home or whatever. We're like, hey, it's, listen, these experiments the main, yeah, the are main, not a good idea. Yeah, it's it's a it's like the chief science officer, chief admiral of science or whatever in the the Papa Navy, the the main the Navy, Navy is yeah. is looking over these, and he's like, yeah, this is dumb. Why are you doing this? Uh, yeah, I'm you not should gonna, not be doing this. Like, you should not be doing this, and. It, a and B, you're not you are not allowed to waste chimps on this. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. They make a point. They're like, hey, listen, you're not allowed to use chimps. That's not cool. Uh, probably on that same note, shouldn't use kids, but I'm not going to check into it. Uh, we're just going to tell you you shouldn't do it. And, she's, and just... it just cuts to like a, a closet full of chimps. She's like, oh, so, um, yeah, she's just like she goes down the hallway and she talks to John and she's like. He's John's like, is, is there anything I got to do? And um, in her best uh, Adrian from Rocky uh, voice, she says to him, win. Actually, she says survive. But I just imagine this, imagine this whole thing played by Talia Shire. <laughs> oh, naturally. Yeah. I mean, that's that was my first choice, too. Uh, actually, ta- wise, actually, so. Talia Shire would have made a good Dr. Halsey. Now that I think about like the, oh, the physical. 100%. 
<laughs> She'd be amazing. <laughs> yeah. So, but you know, surviving is an awful lot like winning, uh, when you're dealing with, uh, horrible, horrible shit, uh, happening to your genes. Uh, it's yeah. really, really bad. They're do- undergoing uh, like gene therapy. They're undergoing yeah. the Wolverine procedure. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They're all, they, it's basically just, it's basically just the serious part of the first Deadpool movie forever. Just, like that's what this is. Yeah. Yeah. It's just constant. Just a lot of things happening. Uh, it's a lot going on. And, and the next chapter brings us to a funeral. A bunch of kids died. Guess what? Uh, we started with 75 and now only 30 of them are left. That can be soldiers. Uh, others are either dead uh, or they're victims of like a horrible series of mutations that happen from all these There's experiments. Some terrible body horror imagery. <laughs> yes, yeah, it's awful. And it's like a bunch of his friends are in wheelchairs or they're vegetables in one shape or form or another. And it, they're just they're just. You know, and, and 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 the funniest part, well, not funny, funny, but it, like the cadets who can do something are still like super loyal, including John. Yeah. Uh, it, he is just brainwashed as hell uh, at this point. All of the all the Sparta and Wolf lessons really he really he really took them to heart. Yeah. Yeah. If, if he lived, if, if he were not in a space station, if they just accidentally dropped him off. Uh, in America right now, he would be building a compound out in the woods yes, and the FBI would be would. tapping his phone calls. No question in no, my mind. No question about it. John, uh, at this point, would be, uh, he would probably be leaning into that QAnon. Um, oh, God, yes. Yeah. Stuff. Yeah. John, in another in another reality, John 117 has a uh, don't tread on me flag tattooed on his back. Yes. Uh <laughs> no question in my mind. No question about it. Oh boy. Um and then and then uh John gets I like to call it the talk from Mendez. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh oh yeah. This is another important moment in just about any coming of age fighting movie or book or what have you. Yeah. Yeah, this is important. <laughs> it was like he's like, not everybody's gonna come home alive from these missions. Um and John's like, okay. Uh <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. He's, that's I know that's basically exactly what happens. Man, this is like, listen, sometimes people may be going to die. And John's like, cool. Thanks. Thanks for the warning. <laughs> could have told me could have told me that before. And this is this is how messed up. It's like going back like a chapter. John is is framing the surgery as a mission. He is, yeah. he is framing this entire thing where it's like they're going going in to get these surgeries, these augmentations as a mission. And it was like it, it's it's pretty revealing of the character that everything he like basically frames everything as, oh, this is a, this is a mission. This is this is yeah. like this is what I'm supposed to do. It's a mission because it's I'm, the only thing he knows. It's the only thing he point. knows. He doesn't know anything yeah. other than mission. Yeah, and, and, and that's actually a great point, because what happens next is we get John, he's working out. Yeah, he's working uh, and out. And he starts, to, 
Yeah, and he starts to kind of notice uh, he's getting, he's, you know, they're on a strict, like, workout diet and uh, working out and diet schedule. Like, they're eating tons of food. Uh, they don't tell you exactly how many calories uh, he's taking in, but I imagine it's like a, a Sunday morning breakfast for me. Uh, <laughs> and uh, he's noticing that the weights are starting to feel kind of lighter and... Like the grav pull, like he he feels faster and lighter in kind of a weirdly unnatural way, and then naturally, a, a whole bunch of of uh, ODST soldiers show up, and these are the these are the boots first in the hell guys. They're yeah, like they're, they're shock like, troopers, right? They're extreme paratroopers. Basically, they just they ride the fucking uh you know bullet into a planet, and uh, so they're 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 basically like. Navy SEALs, Marines, and Rangers all rolled into one. Right. And uh, and uh, they're not thrilled with this kid, and, and, and naturally they get into a fight. Uh, but John, like you said, John's hesitating. He's kind of thrown by all this because everything to him is a mission. And these guys are clearly on his side. They're, they're you know... On the, on the side of Earth and... and they're the, yeah, they're from know, his they're the UN, UN Navy people. Right. But but they're fighting him, so he doesn't know heads or tails to make out of it. Uh, and uh, so they get thrown into a boxing ring by one of their sergeants. Like, the sergeant comes in, thinks it's kind of amusing, and says, well, go ahead and take it out in the boxing ring. And John straight up kills a bunch of them. He murders them. He, yeah. They are, they, they die. Not in yeah. a, f- he, he literally, he literally and figuratively murders them like figuratively right. in the in the sense that he he kicked their ass at boxing literally in that he kicked their ass at boxing so much they died <laughs> and there are dead yes it, it, it's just like he just kills them and then mendez shows up and it's kind of hilarious because mendez like breaks up the fight but it, it, what fight is there at this point it's the stop uh, stop he, he's and, already dead gif right exactly <laughs> And he literally tells the sergeant, he's like, yeah, there's a med base coming in to take care of your guys. And the sergeant goes, oh, shit. Is he one of those guys? Like implying that there's rumors of some secret super soldier Captain America right. bullshit going on. <laughs> and and and, and Mendes basically goes, uh, yeah, you're going to get debriefed. Go on and go check out intelligence. They're going to they're going to tell you to keep your damn mouth shut if you know what's good for you. He probably gets off just like friggin keys. He's I have a, to believe that there's like there's a closet somewhere and like keys is like corpse is is just sitting in there because nothing deca- decays in space. <laughs> right, right. There are no, there are no maggots or blowflies or anything like that. So, so he's just his, sitting there. It's just sitting there, and they throw, and then like they throw, uh, they throw the sergeant's corpse in there, and uh, you know, not the first. They just they all prop these, a chair up against it. And it's like these are all the bodies of people that the uh, that the kids have killed. Uh, that's one closet, and the other closet is the dead kids. <laughs> Right, right. We got dead kids and the kids murder victims. Uh, the, the bodies are stacking up like cordwood, man. Like it is getting out of control. It is getting and, out of control. John, it is. And, and John basically says to Mendez, he's like, hey, I don't know what's going on, man. Like, this is a weird mission. Like, this is this is a weird mission you've put me on. And Mendez, instead of he's like, he's like, this is I don't get this mission because they're on my side. 
but they attack me. Did I do the right thing? And Mendez basically goes, uh, yeah, real hard mission. Listen, when they try to kill you, you get to kill them back. Like, that's basically what <laughs> like basic. That's just like the basic rule of, of people is you're, you're allowed to kill people who are trying to kill you. <laughs> right, right. And, and just like at the end of that, the middle section of this chapter, he tells John that and John goes, okay. And that's, that's it. That's the fucking chapter. John learns nothing. He learns it's okay to kill people. That's it. He is. Oh my God. And it's, and here's the thing. While I'm, I am playing Halo while I'm listening to this. Yeah. Because I'm listening to an audio book partially. I'm reading it partially. And I, and so it's like, it's crazy because if you play Halo, Halo is 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 a it's not it's not ancient, but but by today's standards, it's kind of an old fashioned shooter. You know, it's a much simpler kind of shooter. Uh, it's 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 kind of refreshing in a way. It's it's you know get in there and shoot, and there's some story, and there's a uh, kind of a labyrinthine kind of maze uh, aspect to certain parts of it. But it's very straightforward, and it's like these are the bad guys. You're the good guy. Go kill them. And while that's happening, I'm getting like this spec ops the line bullshit from the audiobook where it's like, oh no, war is hell and da da da. And I'm like, no, this is kind of fun actually. No, war. Mm. You <laughs> kill Marines. <laughs> yeah, you're I keep you waiting are getting... for a loading screen to come up and be like, you're a murderer. Like, no. Oh, oh God. You're. <laughs> Uh, and this is why the gamers say you have to uh, keep politics out of their games. You've got to. It, it be, Kevin, it's so important. It's so important. It's it's literally the it's, most important thing. It is. It is. Because if you can't just unwind at the end of the day uh, by killing huge swaths of aliens named after the promise given by God to never <laughs> murder his people again... While wearing armor, uh, named after a, a, a pagan god's ritual weapon. If you can't look at something that straightforward and go, "It's just a game, man," I don't know what we can do for you. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what's what's wrong with this country. For those of you who might be missing it, uh, uh, we're being very facetious. <laughs> but also we Zombie. humbly request that the gamers do not rise up um, please do not we are I already gonna have that we're already gonna have trouble with the cues um it's the cues the cues and the gamers uh together might be a little much it's, it's it's too much in fact i think we can all accept that it's too much but you know That's what all, how about we all just chill out and, yeah we'll, and, we'll chill and out and play you know the what? binding we'll of isaac out. We'll chill out and uh, we'll follow our favorite Twitter account uh, at PixelitPod. Uh, you can you can at check Pixel us out. PixelitPod. PixelitPod. That is our Twitter account. It is live. You should go and check us out. We'll be posting polls. We'll be posting updates. We'll be posting all sorts of stuff on on the Twitter.com on that bird app. Uh, you should go check us out there and follow along. Um, it is exciting. It is exciting. Uh, and remember there is, uh, going to be, there's video versions of all these podcasts. So if you just listen to us on iTunes, you can go ahead and go to, over to YouTube and watch, uh, whatever I put up for the video version. 
uh, over there because why not? I mean, it's yeah. it's a different platform. It's a different way of engaging with it. That's all we have for today, right, Phil? I think that's it. I think I think that's it. Yeah. And if you guys have any ideas, if there is a video game novelization or a video game related book that you think that we need to cover. Uh, let us know because the fact of the matter is, is the more you dig, there are some obvious ones uh, like the ones that we've started with. And the more you dig, there are some really weird esoteric ones too. Like there's a King's quest novel that I need to find. Uh, Yeah. Like there's a, a ton of weird stuff out there. And, 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 and we need your help. We need, we need your, your help. help. Uh, let us know. And, uh, and, and we, will, we will make this happen because this is, this podcast will never die. No, there's going, there is, we will go into fan fiction if we have to. Yeah. Unlike poor John Keys, this podcast will never be disappeared. <laughs> <laughs> have a good day, everybody. Good night. Good night.